Shades of Blue Soccer Show. My name is Cody Bradley. I have alongside me Thad Bell and Robert Russert. And I'm sorry to interrupt the theme song there. I should have just let it keep playing, right? For like two hours. Yeah, that should just be the whole podcast. I'm just going to loop it. Some clanking of bottles in the background <laughs> so everybody knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Think a shuffling <laughs> of the bottles. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling of the keg. Mm. There you go. I like it. All right, gentlemen. Did you survive last night? Okay. Is everyone everyone's doing all right? Yeah, actually, because we knew it was coming. I know exactly. An overwhelming feeling of inevitability. Just, I, I, yeah. I, I was almost like, I was like almost kind of cheery today. Like it, it was like <laughs> it's it's done. Because you're saying there's, screw it. There's no Just. more. Yeah. I'm not being dragged along anymore. There's no more ten percent, five percent, three percent, less than one percent chance. I knew it's done. We knew yeah. that it was coming. So, you know, it's good. We 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 pulled off the band aid last night. <laughs> if you think about it, it's kinda of like a breakup with a girlfriend, a longtime girlfriend. You yeah. Know, in a a sense. little bit. Yeah. It just it feels weird. It's something mm-hmm. you're used to and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got too comfortable maybe, that's what it was in the relationship. I don't know. And somebody it, did anyway. <laughs> although they did do it in some just incredibly frustrating fashion. We everyone again, we knew they were eliminated. We also knew that they were going to end up losing that game the whole For time sure. watching it. For sure. Oh and exactly God. how. Yeah, right. <laughs> we we knew exactly within a 10-minute span when it would happen. We knew pretty much who was going to do it. It was just done. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy and I did the same thing in the Colorado game. You know, the lead in that one, and it was Jimmy said, you know, I think the 85th minute he was like is when they're going to tie it and then go on to score. And I brought it down. I give, I give him a little more time. It's something like 75. And I can't remember when that goal happened exactly. But, yeah, it's just it's like clockwork. And in, in, in that in the Colorado game, I remember predicting that it would be Kai and Diego scored against us. <laughs> yeah. And it was. That's right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I actually ran into Kai at the Plaza Art Fair the night before. Yeah, oh. yeah I had a little talk with him, a little small talk. How how is he? He, he was in good spirits, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't say anything about him scoring, but I kind of had the same feeling too. It was yeah. going to be Kai at some point, but anyway, but any, I think any, it'd be both. But any frustrating thing that could have happened to the team this year has basically. And then, it's just been it's just been like that. And then last night in Minnesota. The friendliest rivalry got not so friendly at times. A little bit. A little chippy, but uh, I went on the Slack channel and said, okay, it's about time for Minnesota to score. <laughs> and <laughs> then I kind of joked, said it's probably going to be an own goal by Botan. Or I think I said Botan. Maybe I didn't. But And then about when that message sent, the next message came in of, there you go. There it is. <laughs> yep. A shot that hits Botan and goes in. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, you know, I also had this feeling, too, and this might open up another book of worms, but um, Colin Williams, you know, of course, the former Sporting Kansas City announcer, he's Colin. so good, he kind of gets you cheering for the team he's, <laughs> he's doing the play-by-play for yeah. because he's so good. So it made me miss that, too, so that sucked. Wait, so that's how you were you were listening to that? 
Yeah, yeah. I was on ESPN Plus because Dish Network has dropped Sports Fox Sports Midwest. So yeah. So you using a VPN VIP blocker? VPN. It said blocked, but it gave me access. So maybe it was my lucky night. I don't know. That is weird. Yeah. Wish I would have watched it on ESPN Plus then, because I was watching on because I had it on the I had it on the TV. I had Fox Sports Go on one computer, and I watching the sporting. Also having the sporting game, so I could see a replay kind of up close and you know time delayed, and then I had the Swell Park Rangers game on the other computer. Ah, okay. Yeah, so it was a great night for my side. Right, he even <laughs> that even said he wished he could listen to it at one point last night. You should have chimed in and been like, "Free ESPN Plus tonight." Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> sorry, that. That is weird, but I Chad, watched. I mean, the, sorry. <laughs> I watched the uh, highlights, and it was, and I got to hear Callum's call. We just pulls you into the game, man. We miss Cal. We do. Yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, what, how about something good that happened? What was a bright spot of the match for either of you? Botan scoring. <laughs> I mean, I'll go for the obvious. But Sorry, see, guys. that can't be mine. That's not a bright spot. He, it was a handball, a blatant handball. It was a fairly likely handball. I, there's just a little, tiniest little bit of doubt there. It could have just went off the leg. The hand was there, though. It was definitely there. There's no I, doubt about I, that. I yeah. think it's okay. Well, Graham Smith did too, but I think it's more along the line of hey, one of our center backs actually can score in the box. But anyway, yeah, that was something Graham did earlier too. So, two out of three Hungarians have scored this year. <laughs> God, <laughs> one of them in the last four months, only one of them in the last right. four months. So, yes. who has the voodoo doll of Daniel Shawley? Who has it? We need to find it and do whatever we need to do. Wasn't it RSL that he did the no look goal against, or was that Colorado? Oh, that was maybe RSL. That's it. That you've 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 hit on it. That yeah, was the last. That was the last goal he scored. Well, I think that's who has the voodoo doll of him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was RSL. He pissed him off. It's it's one of those two. To use his but, favorite word. Yeah. Yeah, they're pissed. So, um, who has the voodoo doll for Sporting Kansas City? I mean, who really put the curse on us? Because there's something going on here. No, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it. Uh, was it? Eight years in a row of playoffs, it was just due. We were, just due? We were due. Kansas City can't have nice or things Minnesota, for that long. Because both have risen to ranks never heard of before for either team. So, <laughs> is it them? Yeah, someone, they will someone likely had be to, crap in two years. Yeah. <laughs> someone had to take the, the other side of that. Minnesota's doing it, and we fell down. It, yeah. just, it makes sense. It does. The light side balances the dark side. <laughs> the world evens out. Yin and yang. <laughs> and all that crap. Uh, but speaking of that goal, I just thought it was hilarious that they put it on social media, like a, a an angle that like showed that it does blatantly look like a handball. It does <laughs> definitely look like a handball. It, I'm it, just giving a little inkling of doubt there. Yeah, but that angle especially. Okay, <laughs> the, they being whom? The salespeople or the marketing people Sporting that are running that social media city. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then also, but I, I noticed when I got in here today, I got on the Sporting Kansas City homepage, there's a picture. Yes. <laughs> the picture they used for the recap of this game is the ball hitting his hand and leg. Is this some that's way like, to get back at them for the Beasler ejection? <laughs> is, that, is that what that's for, maybe? The referees? I don't know. Just a thought. Well, I don't know. I don't know, but that's the same picture I used on ours. Oh, it is? The yeah. handball one? Yeah, you should look at the Blue Testament once in a while, Cody. Well, that's that was out of sarcasm. It just it's funny to me that they that the team did it also. Yeah, no, I yeah, I was completely agree on that one. It wasn't a celebration shot or but then again, they have the same photos. So. 
Well, uh, Bob, your answer was wrong about something good that was from the game. Okay, definitely... I apologize. My fault. <laughs> I've got uh, another one. No, it was definitely. I mean, it was definitely Busio, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the kid looked pretty Agreed. good. Dad seems skeptical about it, but he looked all right. Yeah, he seemed he, more confident to me. I don't he, know. He had some. He was at least. I don't. I don't even. Maybe not. Maybe not confident, but he was at least trying things. He was going forward more. He was mm-hmm. threatening. He was dangerous. Hit the yeah. like crossbar twice, I think. Yeah. And you know, one was a miss hit, but still. Yeah, one it of them was a cool. freaky spinning weird thing, but yeah, <laughs> it looked cool. He learned that from Shaoli, I think. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, yeah he, I, he was trying. I, and while they were talking about that, while Nate and them were talking about it, it. He he was playing good. But. I still just I, I still want to see more. There was there was a point that uh Matt Lawrence said was comparing him to not comparing him, but talking about other very young players that have bossed other leagues. He needs to control the game like Messi did when he was seventeen. Well no, but he, he even made the point Great invitation. He he made the <clears> point <throat> that those players compared to the leagues they were in is similar to the level of Busio versus MLS, or at least what we see him as, at least what the club sees him as. And I would, I, I, next year, I guess he didn't get as big of a chance as we thought he was going to this season. Didn't get as much time as I was maybe expecting. Which is odd with how much trouble they had. I know, I know. But he was, but, he was gone with U17s twice. Yeah. At least. But next year I do I want to see I want to see a star. You know what I mean? Is that weird that I'm like I know he's so young but um, like when how many of these young guys have we seen? Are we going to like I just I, I my heart cannot take another Eric Palmer Brown like a, a player leaving us without ever doing anything. Yeah, you might end up with a life of disappointment, Cody. Uh I want to. I want to see. I want to see. He. I do think Busio is that good, and I want to see him. I want to see it happen. I want to see him embarrass some MLS defenders. Is a four three three where he fits though? Is is one question. I think he can fit in, in a lot of different formations. Mm-hmm. He can also fit wing, mid. Uh, um, he can fit in multiple spots. So I mean, that, I'm not worried about that aspect yeah. of him. It's just that he has to be in a. The formation is less important than the style around that formation. Right, right. And he's a guy who needs some guys around him. He doesn't he can't be the number one guy, even as much as what we think he could be a superstar, or at least some of us do. He's just not that guy. He's always gonna have to have somebody better not better, but as good as him around him. Imagine this scenario. We get a <clears throat> DP level number nine who is a scorer and see Busio's assist just rack up and up and up. How about that? Yeah, I would be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what you're suggesting. I mean, I mean in theory, everyone's assist should rack up in that case. Yeah. Well, yeah, if they had a DP level number nine this year, Gerso would have a dozen more assists. That's exactly. true. I mean, what, Hurtado could have had two goals last game, not not last night, but then Colorado game, right, from Gerso crosses. It's amazing how much everybody else's confidence can rise when you have a player like that. That's gonna put away chances. Speaking of speaking of Gerso, he Gersoed another play again 
in the match last night. You know the one I'm talking about? Are you expecting change, Cody? <laughs> Are you expecting that? Can I, maybe we should change what the hashtag Jersho was, and it's just it's the closer he gets to goal, the less likely he is to assist or score. That's what the Jersho <laughs> is. That's what it seems like the Jersho has been. Hmm. He's still good for that wild, you know, curler from the outside of the box maybe once or twice a year. Okay. But if you give him any time, if he's running at goal on a play where Gerso's flying a goal using his speed, I'm going to make a graph for you. <laughs> <laughs> the closer he gets to goal, the less likely something is going to happen. The more time he's got to think about it, the less likely something will happen. Isn't you know, I, I agree with you and everything, but I ended up actually going to the home game as a fan, the whole debacle of the weekend for me. Anyway. And I was commenting to my uh, guy next to me that I think Gerstos really has improved his overall game this season. However, that still is <laughs> that is, is still a plugging him. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I, yeah, I, I do think he's he's been better. I think he's fit into the system even better this year. And like that has been talking about all year, he should have had way more assists. He, I, I do think he was working better this year. But you know, you know what's actually better about him this year? I don't think he's technically any better than he was last year or the year before. I think it is that he is stronger. He is fitter. Okay. Yeah. And more determined with uh, having lost his spot last year to Daniel, pretty much. And he went into the offseason working his butt off and being stronger. So before he was, I mean, any one of us, heck, my daughter could have knocked him off the ball, right? <laughs> and now he is fighting off guys who are bigger than him. Not that he is, you know, some guys can still throw him 27 feet. Yeah, and, and three inches. And they have. <laughs> yeah, and you know they could probably toss him into the stands if they wanted to. But he has fought and been harder to knock off balls, and he has been peskier, and he's been more uh, strong defensively. So he's that. That's where I think his his change this year. It's not his skill is the same. Yeah, it's just that he's able to use it more often because he he's stronger and and fitter. Interesting. I, I do agree with that in many ways. I think his skill has been a little bit better on the ball. But anyway, um, but you did say something, and Cody's probably going crazy over there because we're going totally off script. No. But uh, I've been thinking about this. <clears throat> do you think, and this is just a theory, that Gerso starting at the beginning of the season instead of Shallowy had something to do with Shallowy's losing a bit of confidence early in the season at all? No. No? I think Shallowy having no confidence had to do with Gerso starting over him. Mm-hmm. Right? Wait, what? Isn't that what he just asked? What did I miss there? <laughs> no, it's the, the flip. He's saying that Shallowy had no confidence because Gerso started. I'm saying Gerso started because Shallowy oh. had no confidence. Oh, oh. okay, gotcha. But, okay, well, so then where did he – what happened in the offseason? He comes off of that great year last year scoring goals. Why would he have not come into the season flying high? Well, my theory goes this way, and maybe I'm recalling it wrong, but – didn't Shaoli play with that second team, or did he play with the first team in preseason? Am I remembering that Man. he played with that second team we call you know, the second team? Well, yeah, because I I mean, I remember it. us thinking, even before the season started, wondering the surprise that Gerso was playing with the starting lineup. I remember, yeah. I do remember that. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, you were talking about fitness. Maybe Shaoli didn't come in fit from the offseason. As much as Jerso did, and that's why, and then things just snowballed from there for Shallowy. I don't yeah, know. No, that's a that's a good speculation. Yeah. Um, 
because I know a lot of younger guys when they have a great season have a drop off because hey I've made it I don't yeah. I don't need to work as hard to get good because I'm already good well not you can't do that you always have doesn't to seem like shallowly but okay yeah well I'm not saying he didn't work but me, right and, and again just if you're speculating that he's he wasn't as fit as he was the previous season maybe that had something to do with it maybe there was a knock that he had I don't right I don't remember maybe there was something that kept him from working out over this off season that. We didn't either know about or we were totally forgetting about. So mm-hmm. not there could be a I, lot of things. Not that I think that does sound like shallowy, but it's, you know, I could see him not having the chip on his shoulder that started at the beginning of the last season that made him have that right. season. Yeah. Right. It was just not that little bit of extra that was pushing him enough to find the next level. Yeah. Cause it did seem like anytime he lost the spot that last year, he came back and exactly. scored a couple goals. It's like if Gerso got a start or two, and then he came back and scored. Um, so I, I think that's probably a good part point of point of Emphasis. potential oh. <laughs> cause there also. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I lost my words there. Okay. What do we got? Any other – do we need to dwell on this game? Did we cover the Colorado game enough? Did we say anything about it? A little bit. Very briefly. I think we covered enough. And I didn't watch it because yeah. – <laughs> I was in the urgent care, so that's right. That's right. With with your daughter, yes, yes. Okay, hurt wrist. Uh, but the game last night. Well, you got to tell the people she's okay, right? Yeah, she's okay. Now she's broke her toe. Gosh, she broke something else. Was the wrist broken? No, that's good. Badly sprained, so they didn't want her playing for a few days. So she's going to practice tonight. See how it feels. So hurt wrist and brace on one inside, and a broke little toe on the other side. We didn't get that x-rayed. I'm just assuming it's broke. Well, I'm glad her wrist wasn't broken. I broke my wrist in college, and I'm still plagued by it. Plagued. Not a good injury. It's hard to heal. The scaphoid There's a, already has low blood flow. I'm teaching you guys something. Today. Okay, great. We're the scaphoid, the, if, you, if you fall and protect yours, fall forward and protect yourself so your wrist is bent backwards, mm-hmm. that, you're, that, that breaks the scaphoid. Yes. It has very low blood flow already. And in some people, it literally just dies because of that low blood flow. So if you break it, it's very difficult to get enough blood there and health there to heal it. To so learn to tuck and roll better, is this what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah. is actually, she fell backwards, but did the same oh, yeah, wrist bent right. thing going backwards, which I've tried to teach her not to do, but yeah. Yeah. She needs more martial arts. I did mine <laughs> in uh, Ultimate Frisbee practice, running drills. I swatted the Frisbee, though. I, I made the D. I got the D. It's funny you would bring Frisbee up because last night I threw Frisbee for the first time in a long time and that used muscles I haven't used for a while and I've been feeling it all day. <laughs> Sad, huh? Frisbee, of all the sports I played, Ultimate is a that's a it's a it is a full body workout. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. I loved I Good loved times. playing Ultimate. Ultimate's a great sport. Yeah, Play was, Ultimate. That's what we used to yell. I was an excellent Frisbee thrower. In, oh. in every way, shape, or form. Okay. I, I don't have distance anymore. I but. believe you when you say that, because that doesn't that doesn't boast like that very often. No, it's like you could you could go stand in any spot as long as I know where you're at. I can hit you with a frisbee. <laughs> I mean, you can be on, on a windy other, day on a windy day on the <laughs> other side of the building. As long as I've had a chance to warm up with that frisbee, I could I can hit you. Now, what kind of disc are you rocking? Like, like a whammo, like old school whammo, like whammo. Well, most of them are. Because that's not that's not official ultimate there. No, but I I've thrown every one of them that I I mean. <clears throat> Whatever, man. Nice. We're going to have to toss the disc sometime. I didn't know this. 
Yeah, I can do. Sounds good to me. I can throw with both hands. I can throw uh, the traditional, the flip, the, this way. <laughs> Frisbee golf. See, but see, those are weird. It's yeah, like weird. Those are discs. weird. I agree, but you yeah. don't have to use those. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've only done that a couple times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, isn't foot golf this weekend? Oh shit! Is it really? <laughs> that's this weekend. Is it? Oh no! For the cauldron? Yeah, yeah we never signed up. So. Right. Dang that it. Was all, that time of year last time, yeah. Oh, I forgot yeah. all that about it. That was a good time last year. Yeah, I even I'm, recently told someone I was doing it. God. Yeah. I bet we could sign up. Anyway. It, I, I can't do it. If I it's can't Saturday. do it anymore now. It's Saturday. Um, although I know some people who are wanting to, so anyway. Yeah. You're, you're looking for bright spots from that game. Right. <laughs> Back on track. Colorado. <laughs> no, well, no, I'm, no. I'm going to say from both. Yeah, I want bright okay. spots, yeah. Okay, Um from last night's game more so just because I actually got to see it. Because mm-hmm. um, I only watched like the first 20 minutes or 25 minutes of the Colorado game when I got home. Wasn't much worth after that, right? It, I thought Ilya actually did a really good job as a center back. <laughs> Funny you bring that up. Man, there was there's one play in particular I'm thinking of, a last-ditch sliding save to cut off a through ball. Yeah, there, there and he, I thought he looked pretty good too. So... That's not necessarily what I want him doing for the rest of his life, but if uh, a beasler Ilya pairing at center back would not be a unwelcome experiment in these last couple games. Yeah, or what? Or in a, you're in making a, faces in a future season. We know in a pinch that he could push back there. I don't know what the point is would of playing him at the end of the season here like that would do, but just an experiment and. What it would do to me is allow Felipe again to play the holding, and then um, Busio and Busio and Juan Cousin, Hernandez, Juan Cousin, <laughs> Madranda, Madranda and Busio in the midfield would be entertaining. Probably end up with seventeen goals going in Sporting's net, but I might have <laughs> might I might be twelve picked, the other way. I might have picked Busio and Juan Cousin both in in the lineup thing. So it that would be an interesting thing. Which, anyway. by the way, you tell me to read the Blue Testament. I bet you didn't do predict the lineup yet, have you? I got him. Don't ever do it. <laughs> Far from the course. I give us those clicks, man. I give us clicks. I click on everything. Hey, I clicked on like twelve different stories today, responding to comments and following comments and good, trying to explain why something wasn't embarrassing. <laughs> Okay, is that about it before we move on to this weekend, Portland? But you, you said when I said Ilya, you said speaking of that, was there something you were doing? Oh, it's add? just, you know, yeah, we still ended up losing both games yeah. in the final minutes. And <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I was yeah. actually thinking the same exact thing during the Colorado game as I was watching from the stands. Yeah, Ilya looks pretty good in that center back spot. Yeah. yeah. It's just. They they still give up the late goals. Exactly. Yeah. They do indeed. I think it's just in their head at this point. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for just letting it go earlier when I said I got the D. And we will be right back. And then we're going to talk about the Portland game. When it's a football night. When it's a football night. We can gather all the friends all around the tomb. That's not a better thing to do. When it's a football night. When it's a football night. When the final whistle blows, we're gonna celebrate tonight. When the final whistle blows, we're gonna celebrate tonight. 
with a final whistleblowers, you know we're gonna feel alright. Alright, before we get to Sporting Kansas City versus Portland Timbers, we saw on Twitter there seems to be an issue between South Stand SC. Are they SC, right? Mm-hmm. I believe so, yes. And the Sporting Kansas City front office or marketing team. Yeah, that's a little bit odd. Apparently they want them to move. Yeah, I it now that is just that is a very weird thing to go so the front office sat down with members of the South Stand and a and it's just weird that in the meeting like that, while you're meeting with the South Stand, you legitimately ask them to like officially move to the cauldron. I don't understand hmm. how you can even uh, how you could ask that. Now, that is one side. But also I don't know much of like if if there's really any organization to what they're doing over there. I don't know much. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, they actually were fairly large. They kind of shrunk quite a bit and then they're building their uh membership up again right now well so i know that that's what that letter said but like how far did it drop and how far up has it come since then hey i don't know the numbers i mean i imagine it it dwindled very far and then maybe maybe they've added five people and then and then said that in this letter. Yeah, I, I don't know the numbers. Like the Facebook group is, you know, like a thousand people or something. If we have any South Standers listening, let us know more about what you guys are doing over there. Yeah, but it still is just a like a off the wall request in uh, like a meeting to plan for yeah. the season. Like, yeah, um, it, I don't get it. Because that would, I mean, basically that's like totally. Like, no identity now. South Stand is, I mean, if you move them to the Cawthorn, that's not the South Stand. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons for the way the stands are all built were that each one could have its own identity and its own culture, and that was part of it. And also, the South Stand has, it's a, uh, the the supporters group is relatively small compared to the entire Cauldron, the mm-hmm. official, like, people who are there all the time and mm-hmm. chanting and drumming and all that stuff. But they are consistent. For one thing, and two, it's a more family-friendly thing. They are well, not yeah. chanting; they're not cursing stuff. So yeah, so I mean, family-friendly. That's that's really what we're talking about when we're talking about identity and culture. It's just they're family-friendly, and the cauldron's not. That's really what we're talking about, isn't it? What kind of culture? Do, I mean, well, I mean, I would say each supporters group has some difference, right? And a lot of them that fit under the Calder umbrella, um, the ultras, the yeah. trenches, um, the ladies, um, S- the mass street mob. Is that still a thing from Lawrence? Yeah. I'm not sure. They used to have a banner hanging. I don't know if that's still hanging or not. I think they do. Yeah. But there's, so. I mean, there's also the Calder Emeritus, which doesn't sit in either the South or the Calder. Mm-hmm. They sit up in the O area. Yeah, and they chant and do things too, just not as standing and right. flags and stuff like that. So, but I mean, each I I see each supporters group as being a little bit different. They have different songs and different like culture and different tailgates and 
different things they do. So, I mean, you can say what culture they have other than being family friendly, but I, I think that they have a different grouping. So, I mean, family friendly is a culture. Yeah, but you kind of mocked it. Come on. I did. I'm mocking the, the, the way it was like put in this letter and then, and then you also said it and I'm like, well, what am I missing here? It's like, we, I don't, there's nothing wrong with saying one's family friendly and the other is not. I just, it's well, weird to that like is one thing, but wax that's, lyrical. I think that's about just it. part of it. Yeah. Well, we will keep an eye on that. There's no, it hasn't obviously has not been resolved yet, correct? They're not just angry at each other at the moment. I don't think anybody's even that angry. I think they're wanting to talk and find out what's going on. Well, the South. I saw some tweets. The South Stand looks a little angry, which they probably have the right to be. Well, how many tweets did you see? A uh, handful. <laughs> a tweet storm. <laughs> so, yeah, I've actually uh, talked to one of the supporters groups that talked about moving out of the cauldron and going to the South Stand. Yeah. So. I want that members club, though. I need the members club. Hey, people are just pissed off because the team's not doing well. It just allows all the things, those things to happen more. Very true. You know? mm. Well. But if it, if but that's the the team doing it to the supporters. If it, if you said that was the supporters being pissed off, that's you, I'm just saying in general. It's more valid. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm but, just saying in general. But the team not doing well is the reason for the front office to go. Hey, by the way, we're going to take away where the place oh, no, you've no, been no, for no. eight no. years. I'm just saying the general grumpiness. Reason is for fans to. to be grumpy. Yeah, I can I can see that. I just I don't disagree with the fans being grumpy. I just yeah. don't think it applies in this case. So yeah, I'm just calling you out on that case. Gotcha, gotcha. I was just being very general. Sorry. <laughs> you guys want to take this outside or what? Later after the pod. <laughs> okay. Speaking of the team that's making everyone grumpy. Mm. We have what should have been a huge game. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was circling this date. Exactly. Good point. I thought it was going to be the time that Thanks we... Thanks for raising the morale, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the day that we, you know, surpassed Portland, made up those games, and I thought it was going to be glorious. There still is a chance for glory, though. Still a chance. Glory in that we can rob them of something. Exactly. And FC Dallas, who I just can't stand... We can rob it for both of them. I think it, I don't think help. they could do both. We can help. We can help. Yeah. I don't think they could rob both. Yeah. So Portland has not been playing well. Hey, they coughed up a lead too. Hmm. Yeah, they were. They looked prime and ready to get into the playoffs and maybe even climb the charts a little bit. But they've been losing a bunch of home games, dropping points at home. Two points in four home games. That's yeah. That's not good. Playoff crunch. Home. Two points in four games. Wow, yeah, that is bad. Yeah. And they're all at home. Yikes. Yikes. They won't be at home. They'll be here. So. <laughs> so is that and they're going to lose another or... one, right? Uh, uh. Is anyone confident? Are you guys confident about this game? Do you feel good going into this match? No. Is there any reason we should? Yeah, because pressure's off, and maybe we'll get to see some youngins. We're going to see some weird stuff happen. But is the pressure on to perform better in these last two games because people have things they need to show? Yes. <laughs> All right. It, this, but not on us. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of uh, both sides of that coin. You can look at it. it the pressure's off, but the pressure's on because somebody wants to, to make a statement for a job next year. Oh, yeah. 
truth is nobody's going to win a job next year by playing in these two games. They're going to win a job in preseason next year. Well, speaking of winning, uh, you know, winning a job, I really loved Rogers' post game interview. Did you guys see that last night? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. They shared it on, and they put it on social also. He said just that. He legitimately said, "We we have to play for our jobs." At one point, and mm-hmm. you know, it was he. They he seemed to take ownership. He was pissed, but it just made me love Roger more. I mean, they've been playing for their jobs all year, for a long time, all, all year, year, arguably all year, yeah, but for a long time, and. I don't know. I somewhat disagree with winning a job in preseason because I think the taste of this season is going to be in the mouth for quite a while. Yeah. I don't think a preseason that anybody has is going to erase it completely. But That is true. But Some, they, I bet they better come out firing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody can win a job for next year, but I think people can lose a job for next year. That's true. Well, obviously, decisions have to be made. Well, who can who can play themselves out of a job that is that has not already played themselves out of a job? Well, you want to start in the back line, or you start the goalkeepers? Because goalkeepers is pretty much decided. Yeah, yeah. Timmy's coming back. I would say so. Okay. Any of his backups? I don't know if any of them can change where they're at by another game or two. Do you yeah. do you Especially start either one of those? <laughs> I would like to. Who Zendayas? Yeah, yeah. Well, we might as well, right? It's his time. Yeah, uh, Spade is deuce. Yeah, and uh, no, no offense to Timmy because he's a great keeper. Let him sit and rest and watch the game and have a beer. Okay, and the defenders who who could play themselves out of a job that hasn't already. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's difficult. Okay, so who's already played themselves out of a job? Or who might? Smith may have. I think so. He may be given still one more opportunity at Swope Park, but he uh, flew too close to the sun, man. It was such a he just burned out really quickly. It was <laughs> he ex- accelerated high and then and then it just fell rapidly. I and I think that um Peter is a little unfair with Smith, okay? I don't think any kid coming out of college is going to achieve great heights anymore because of the the lack of playing time in college and et cetera. We can go into that another day. But Smith was okay last year, got burned in a couple games, disappeared. Went down to Swope, played well, earned the captaincy for quite a few times, played mm-hmm. pretty good in the USL, which, you know, obviously is an MLS. Came up, played pretty much solid next to Beasler for three or four games, whatever that was, and then run into Zlatan. Okay, like Zlatan's not burned about – thousand other defenders at some point in his life that is true he's like you know the greatest player in mls according to him mvp which, of mvps which is wrong because you know johan is or was <laughs> was <laughs> right um did we talk about that last podcast johan gone um that has been since last podcast right i don't remember actually. yes it has been so, but anyway, we we did we but again. That's another one of those. Just like the whole season, we knew he was gone. So yeah. when it happened, it wasn't really news. Yeah, he's <laughs> he wasn't practicing except for the whole Zalelem and Krause incident, apparently on Slack. Anyway, well, that mentioned that on this pod one time, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we knew about it. Yeah, I don't. Why did we never? 
ask that question even. What do you mean? Like we never when you know we're searching for answers on Johan this whole time. And I don't think that f- the scuff with with Zalalem is what caused him to leave. No. But it's just it's weird that we never once like brought that up cuz wasn't it around the same time? It was not too long after. Yeah. That he disappeared. All right, so back to the back line. Um, so, okay, let's bring up Barath, for example. What What is his contract like as far as money? I think he's worth it still. Yeah, you think so? Let's see. I, it, I feel like it was at least two years, maybe a third-year option. Is that? That's okay, what that's so, most contracts coming in are three years yeah. or more. And with an option year in there. So he's done enough to not that Sign, we could oh, drop yes. his contract, but you think he's done enough to uh, earn it is a two year contract through twenty twenty with an option. Okay. So you think he's done enough to earn a spot on the roster for sure next year? Well and I, yeah. We'll have to go into a lot of detail on this for in the future, but mm-hmm. I I don't think a lot of people can be just released. I know, so that's what Exactly. Right, sure. sure. And so, it's there there's people that are gonna want <laughs> like you can burn it all down. Like you can have a huge overhaul of this lineup, but you can't get rid of every single player. <laughs> and so yeah, we have to right. like it just it just doesn't work like that. And you of, can't of really those even guys, get rid of half of them in one year. Yeah, even even if Barat was you know fell off or didn't look as good as we were hoping that he did, you know, at one point in the season. I I do yes, I think he's earned enough. I don't. I don't think we can blame a whole lot on the season on him. Everyone on the back line had terrible moments. Yep, everyone. everyone. Literally every single player. <laughs> okay, so who in the back line besides Fontas is toast? Anybody? Well, we, do we, we know Fontas is? No, we don't know Fontas is. The problem is he has a contract through twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah, that they have to. It's not out. option years. It's through twenty twenty two, and it's a lot of money, but. If I understand the rules correctly, they can basically cut one person in the off season and buy out the contract. So they would have to pay out the money, yeah. but he would be off the books at that point. Right. Okay. So let's back up. No, Cross we got Okay. Okay. Crossay's contract. When did it expire? Because when was they, it due to expire? Oh, a couple years. But he mutually agreed. Right. Okay. So that's another way to do it. Yeah. If they mutually yeah, agreed. maybe just as fed up as. You know, with his situation. He's collecting a million bucks. I know, but he may want to get to a position, a place where he can play. Maybe. May. Yeah. Maybe. So. He's a family man that's enjoying Kansas City barbecue. I don't think he's unhappy. That, that could be true. This has turned into what should be an off-season. Off yes. That's what I was trying to get at earlier. Like, <laughs> we need to talk about this another point. But midfield, who needs – who could – is there anyone that could play themselves out of the team in the midfield? I can't really think of anyone. Um – they already got rid of Johan, so only people would potentially be Kazane, maybe. Yeah. I mean, did he make one appearance this year with the first team? Man, I can't even remember him, but I'm assuming they played him once. No. And yeah, I don't think so. But uh, he wow. was on the bench at least a Open couple cups. times. Did he, he made the cu- he made the bench a couple times. I remember. And some of that's again not his fault because there was an injury. Just at the time that he could have really been used, he had an injury. So like yeah. when everybody was hurt and he would have been an, at least an option to be on the b- bench coming in maybe, he got hurt. So it, it's just been a, a crap year for that, for everything. 
So then the front line can shallowy if they if he starts and plays ninety minutes the next two games and doesn't score and looks terrible. Could he could he actually be cut from this team? I don't see that happening. I, doubt I don't it. either, but I know I know there are plenty of people who would like to see that. I think Peter believes in him. He's Hungarian. It's it's been a long relationship. You know, they brought him up from when he was a yeah, you know, a 16-year-old transfer student. Yep. You know, I don't see it happening either, but you never know in this crazy soccer world. So what so. about Hurtado? Can Hurtado play himself out of this? I'm not sure that he'll that he'll be back. Can he play himself in <laughs> in these next games? If he discovers a scoring touch, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Doesn't he have two goals? For the whole season? I think so. He hasn't played that much either. I know, but remember he was hurt most of the year too. I know. Yeah, so, but the days of being a one trick pony in MLS are gone, aren't they? No. No? Okay. You gotta have guys on the depth chart that can do things. Yeah. I mean, no. Hurtado should, and I like the guy, and you know all the waves of the Pacific Ocean coming across us and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Quotes, but he's a guy who shouldn't be starting. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. If they get this, sure. myth, if they get this mythical oh, DP sh- number nine, then God. then he might be a decent backup to that. Maybe he's a guy who should be on the bench for late game defensive stuff. Maybe going on the road and doing lots of pressure, lots of hard running, and being physical, and then you bring the the mythical number nine scorer guy off the bench and score two goals. Yeah, he could probably line up on the wing and give you some minutes there and things like that. He's okay. that kind of guy. Hurtado sub. Okay, so let's talk about this, which we talked about a little bit before. Is it pointless for Nameless to even play? In my point, yes. Yeah. Okay, then why not try Shaoli at center forward? Because well, Vermees. Because Vermees. <laughs> um, yeah, I would love for them to find any way for Shallowy to score. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, exactly. Like literally tackle and d- dive in the box and try to pull, you know, get him four PK attempts a game. Have him pick up the ball and run it across the line. <laughs> you know, um, just in a just cow anything. suit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, I still think he needs to be alone to the U19 girls team. But Okay, well, so. That does it for our Portland Timbers conversation. <laughs> uh, no, let's talk about the. Let's just go into the lineup for this game, because we were talking about Shallowy. Yeah, this Although, is going to be a hard one to predict because who knows what Peter will do. I know that's, but that's why it should be fun. So, keepers. It does look like Zendayas has a healthy number of votes, thirty-two percent to Milia's fifty-seven. I would like to see Zendayas, right? Yeah. Oh, I agree. Is that everybody's Definitely. pick? Yeah. Bob, stop texting. No reason not to. I'm not texting. I'm reading a text. Thank you very much. <laughs> Damn millennial. Yeah. Uh, okay, defenders. All right, we got four front runners in defense here. Barat, Beesler, Lindsay, Martins. Martins. Yeah. I could deal with that. Jack. I like that. Jalen hasn't been in in a long time, right? Uh, he's not made an appearance this year yeah. for the first team. Yeah. Yeah. Again, he was hurt most of the year. Right. Um, Graham Smith is receiving 28% of the vote, surprisingly. People aren't done getting a look at him. Hassler got some votes in there. Johan still being written in. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Those are my those. That's my people there. People that write in Johan. Still, <laughs> I'm gonna write in Johan next season. <laughs> uh, all right, in the midfield, Busio has almost every single vote, almost 100. percent And he should. Yes. And then let's see, how do we play with Busio in there? Felipe's got 57, and Ilie has 53. That'll probably. I bet that's what they do. So no Roger. Yeah, Roger can come off the bench. He played 90, right? He played 90 last night. I think so. Good point. And Roger's at the point of the year of his life that he doesn't need to be playing three games in church man. Sure. Especially when one of them has no meaning. Zalalem also has 32% of the vote. I no one why only 25% for Jimmy. I want Jimmy out there. Maybe people want him at winger. He does have, he has 3% on defense, 25% in the midfield. And then for wingers, Madronda does have, he's 25% there on the wing also. So he's he's taking the spot of Johan for being requested at all parts of the field. Gerso has 86% of the vote, and Johnny Russell has 57 Do you know how much fun That's if you could fans. just clone Madronda and Johan? And like, just fill every spot except goalie with those guys. That would be like the most fun lineup ever. That would be a wild team to watch. All right, we'll we'll question that. Okay, so we talked about Martins getting a rest maybe in this last game, and Madrona sliding in there. Um, has Vermees given up the Madrona as left back experiment? You think? Or or well, maybe. Or is it just that he wants he to wants him what... to succeed elsewhere, other okay. than. Maybe, you know, that's how I yeah. would see it because okay. that's what I want. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't want Bend him to your will. <laughs> I don't want him to be our, our left back. I would like him to be a, yeah. a midfielder yeah. or a winger. Yeah. Actually, I'd like him at left back a lot because of how I he know, could I did get too. up there. So I did too, but I like, I like Jimmy on the front half of the field doing weird stuff, making things happen. Okay. And center forward. Wow. Wow. Namath is the vote getter, the top vote getter on center forward with 50% of the vote. Hurtado, 32. Well, he, he did score against Colorado. So. No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't even mention that. I meant to say the last, I think it was Mike that pointed it out in Slack. The last three goals that Sporting Kansas City has scored have all been absolutely pathetic. Yes. <laughs> the, two, the two against Colorado. The first one that Gerso scored by deflecting a clearance, mm-hmm. and then it was an own goal, and then it was a handball. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, Yo- Johan does have a vote at center forward also. I'm going to make sure to call all of them out. I mean, Gerso's goal is lucky he even gets that. I mean, I, I know that's the way rules work. but that's almost a, It's almost an own goal. It it almost should be an own goal. I know the rule is it has to be like yeah. the deflection would have had to have been going on frame already or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I did actually ask Nemo if he was he was uh mad that the defender stole his goal. <laughs> oh yeah. He, he said no. He goes, Although I would have scored it. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm not sure he would have. Yeah. There was one I, I was actually, I, I really wanted to say that, but I didn't. I, I was in the cauldron for the beginning of that game and there was Oh, actually, it was on. It was the goal that Gerso didn't score, or that he did score technically. Namath just swings and misses. It goes right by him, and he just kind of pathetically sticks his foot out, and it goes past him. <laughs> There's no part of me that believes that Namath would have scored that goal. 
I think Namath should play in Qatar. That's where <laughs> he saw success, right? All right, gentlemen. Final thoughts. I got to go to a kickball game here. This is why I've been hurrying you up this podcast. Yes, and good luck to you. <laughs> it's serious. You and your pink Casey Crew <laughs> shirt. Yeah, it's our it's my uniform. Don't disrespect it. <laughs> I think we got to start a pool, though. How fast Carrie Zavagnin or whoever will jump on an airplane to go start recruiting for this offseason after our last game's over? Or has it already happened? Hopefully hopefully someone on the team is doing it already. Yeah. Well, Carrie was still at practice a couple ways. days ago. Was he? Okay. <laughs> I'm um, betting they'll be on a jet plane real quick. Somebody well, who? I mean, Brian Bliss, right? Isn't he? Is he one that goes and does that? He's one of them. Yeah. Um, they have scouts, actually, in like, oh, yeah. all the areas. Oh, yeah. But Actually, you know who the South in, the scout in South America is? Santiago Hersig. You know that name? I do I not. Do. Former Wizards player. Long hair. Neato. Little mustache. Neato. Fun facts from Thad. He's actually a very interesting guy. He's uh, he's done some interesting things. He didn't have the hugest success with us. Who's he responsible well, for bringing us? I'm gonna say Felipe. I was gonna say, did you say South America? Because yeah. yeah. I don't know if he did. I don't know if he was involved in it or not. But he's the, the scout for the South. He's the the director of talent or whatever they call it for South oh. America. Okay. All right. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blue Testament KC. Join us at thebluetestament.com and leave us a comment. We will talk to you next week. Go Sporting! Anything to shake this foot I'm in My foot buttings got me drinking My foot buttings got me drinking